Hey guys, Paul Reddick here. Welcome to the Baseball Dads Podcast. The world of baseball and the youth and especially the high school game is changing so rapidly. These rapid changes are bringing about a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration for today's parents that are trying to bring their son up in the game. So the purpose of this podcast is to use the experience of dads who have already gone through this journey and have navigated it successfully so we could take aim at that confusion and frustration and knock it out. We're going to talk to these dads about what they did right, about what they did wrong, what they would do more of, what they would do less of, and they're going to give you their advice for today's parents that are going through this game. So stay tuned for today's podcast. And make sure you go to BaseballDadsNewsletter.com where you can get a free trial in our monthly Baseball Dads Newsletter. So without any further delay, let's get on to today's show. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Baseball Dads Podcast. I'm Paul Reddick. Today we have Mark Prescott on the line. So today we're going to get a unique perspective for Baseball Dads Podcast. We're going to get to see what goes on uh, behind the, the dish and in the field with someone who's actively umpiring in the game. So we are, you know, uh, Mark, don't take this the wrong way, but we're meeting with the enemy here. Right? We're, <laughs> yeah. we're joining right. the That's dark right. side. It's like in uh, Return of the Jedi when Luke, you know, faced Vader. And here, you know, here we are. We've, we've let an umpire into our, uh, our sanctum here. So <laughs> all jokes aside, uh, thank you for being here, and thank you for making time. Oh, no problem, Paul. I'm happy to be here from, from gloomy San Diego. That doesn't happen very often, and I'm used to hearing yeah. all of the criticism from parents and coaches. So I, I'm happy to be in the lion's den with you. How's that? <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. So why don't you give us the background, give us a, give us a snapshot of um, you know, your involvement in the game and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, no, I, I mean, professionally, um, I, I was a, a TV reporter for about 15 years, and now I do a lot of work in healthcare. I do uh, motivational speaking. Uh, I do a lot of different projects. I'm a very project-oriented guy. Uh, but when it comes to baseball, uh, I, I played a little bit uh, into high school. I was actually a better tennis player, so that's where I, I, I kind of picked up my sports with that. I, I was a better tennis player. But I always loved baseball, uh, obviously, Growing up in San Diego, it was it was a hotbed for talent at the time in the uh, late 80s and early 90s. So I, I wasn't quite good enough, admittedly. I was a better mm-hmm. guy at calling a game, a better probably a better broadcaster. And uh, but I, I also umpired games on the side, and I started that when I was about 16, and did that for a little while. And then a few years ago, uh, I'm, I'm in my mid 40s now, but a few years back. Um, I got back into it again and started working because uh, the love of the game never went away from me. Uh, I always loved sure. baseball. So uh, I got back into it a few years ago and, and, and work everything from the popular travel ball leagues um, all the way up through every level of high school. So uh, still actively involved and, 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 uh, and still love it. So it's, it's, it's been a good thing for me. So, so, so tell us uh, – Lots of dads will listen to the podcast, and sure. I think you have a unique, pers- unique perspective on the game. I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. So I'm just going to say, what do we need to know? What, 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 does, what does the dads need to know and need to hear sure. and, uh, from, your, from your side? You know, because I, I think everybody that's involved in the game always has a unique uh, angle on the game. 
you know, we all just don't see it the same way, especially when our kids are involved, very emotional, right. you know, and all these things. What do we need to know from your perspective? Well, you know, to me, Paul, it's really interesting because I, I never try to put my myself in the shoes of a dad. I'm not a parent, um, mm-hmm. so I, I try not to put myself – I don't know how I would feel. I think I, I know how I would feel, but I, I never want to replace myself. I don't want to put myself in that space. Um, right. That That being said um, – you know, you've been involved in, in, in baseball for a long time. And I, I think from an umpire's perspective, the thing that probably, you know, the, the trend that, that maybe troubles me more than, than anything is this, this feeling of my kid is going to be the next and then insert any pro baseball player name that you want. Right. And it's almost a feeling of an expectation to be at that level. And, and, you know, you're around these parents a lot and, and a lot of these dads and, and they take it they take it very seriously. I mean I, I, I've seen it. I've seen the, the, the dads behind the behind the backstop, the hands clutched to the fence, uh, and, and when their when their kid gets called out on strikes, it's it's the end of the world. Now, when right. we were kids, I, I think we're roughly probably in the same age group. When we were kids and I was playing baseball, I mean my parents didn't go to every practice. They didn't even go to every game. And right. it right. was, hey, how'd you do? To, how'd you do today, Mark? Uh, I don't know. I think I went one for four. And it was like, okay, well, sit down. Well, dinner's going to be ready in 15 minutes. And and that was and that was kind of the extent of of how how we did it. But now, you know, I think, you know, I, I, honestly, Paul, I think what happens is is that there's 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 a financial investment that that occurs, yeah. and a lot of these kids are starting at six, seven, and eight. And so by the time they get to 17, 18 years old, you, you know, a lot of these parents have put in $20,000 at least. And so oh, yeah. maybe maybe there's a feeling of a return on an investment. Um, I, I, I'm not quite sure, but I, I, I do have parents come up to me. After, and most parents are fine. So, so we're talking about, you know, that small percentage that, that maybe ride me behind the plate or whatever. It's a small percentage, but I, I do get an interesting perspective when I talk to parents after a game, and they and they talk up their kids, and I think, boy, you're you're seeing something a lot differently than I'm seeing it when I, if I were to assess the skill level of that player. So, right. um, it's it's an inter- it's a, it's an interesting being behind the plate or being in the field and being kind of indifferent to the outcome of a game from an umpire's perspective. It's 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 kind of unique in looking at someone's at their skill set, their talent level. You know, baseball provides us with with this with this unique setup, right? That you know, every time the Cavaliers come down the court, they can pass the ball to LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, but, yeah. but every time up, we can't put Mike Trout up every to lead off every inning. You know, right. we can't put Kershaw in every game, right? And so it provides us like a structure that we can't ever overcome, right? So in, inherent in that is the pressure that, okay, you're at bat, and you might not get up to bat for another few innings. Mm-hmm. And so there's that, there's already that pressure. And now, like you said, we've added in this, not only is the game built that way, but now we've added this almost like, not a great baseball analogy, but we've used steroids to this situation where 
Now all of a sudden we have somebody who's paid. I, I, I've had emails of people that are paid twelve thousand dollars to play on teams. Sure, yeah, it's crazy. And so now, yeah, now you've got your mortgage payment invested <laughs> in this team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, is this is this? Do you feel that's ratcheting up? Um, you know, the intensity to, uh, to dangerous uh, levels. I, I don't think there's any doubt. I, I don't think there's yeah. any doubt, and, and I don't know if you would agree with me on, on this one or not. Um, you might have been around the game a little more intimately longer than, than I have, but it, it, the funniest thing about this whole thing, Paul, is that when I do games, I, I, I almost never have a problem with the kids, and, and this is all levels. So it's it, it, I've had unbelievably wonderful conversations with catchers throughout a game, I have most of the kids are, are, are respectful. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really have problems with kids. This, this, all right. com, this all stems from coaches and parents. I don't want to say maybe not all, but I, in my opinion, it's, you're at 99%. And, and you're right. I mean, if someone is paying $12,000 to join a team and they're, and they're matching their mortgage payment, um, you can be sure – that the expectations are going to be ratcheted up. There, there, there's no doubt. Gonna, there's going to be a bit of a hair trigger on a close play at first because, right. because there, there's a – and that's just, you know, that's just kind of from the financial side of it. And that's not even taking the parenting into account because when you're a parent, I'd have to believe um, you're hanging on everything. So yeah. it, 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 there, there is a lot of pressure. And I think, you know, you, you kind of summed it up great with the LeBron analogy. Baseball is really hard. And it's, and it's hard to be, you're not, uh, like you said, I mean, it's, there's very hard for one guy to dominate a game because he's only up so much and he can only right. throw so many pitches. But, right. um, I, I don't think, in my opinion, I don't, I still don't think that parents have grasped how hard slash impossible it is <laughs> to make it to the major leagues. I mean, if, if, oh, if you're yeah. just looking at raw, if you're just looking at raw kind of money ball type analytic numbers, and it, it's 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 the most insane thing ever. I mean, there's right. 750 major league baseball players. Over the course of a season, maybe a thousand if you took into account call-ups and, and all of that. Yeah. So, if you're taking it, and now baseball is so global. Okay, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but baseball is so global now that the competition is is so incredible from around the world. Um, the odds just aren't good. It's and it's just that's just fact. So, I, I my my advice to parents, my advice to these dads that, that listen to you um, would be. You know, I understand the financial investment, but have some fun, breathe. It's just a game. And if if your kid is at that level where there 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 are scouts out there or there's some there's some unique talent, then then you'll kind of cross that bridge when you get there. So right. uh, I, I try to I try to come at it with a common sense practical approach. It's very interesting that you said that the kids are kind of the kids. So if I hear you right, you're saying that a kid playing in a little league game that's kind of like whatever thirty bucks and you register in your town, and a kid right. playing in a tournament that's all jacked up with all kinds of expectations, mm-hmm. that those kids are kind of the, it's 
the, the game is not really different to them. Right. right. And, and, oh, my God, do you do a lot of tournaments, Paul? Have you, do you do a lot of these? I don't. Have you no, I'm not a tournament I, guy at all, no. You, you know, it's funny because you and I, you know, when I first saw your work, I, I, I immediately connected with you. And it's funny when we talk about tournaments. I, I, for the most part, I stopped doing tournaments because huh. the parents and coaches are so awful. <laughs> I mean, I hate to throw the blanket statement out there, but uh, most well, of we the, tell the truth here. I've, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I might as well. It, it, it's full disclosure. Um, you know, most of the incidents I've had, I've had at at tournaments because for whatever reason, and then again, it, it might get it might get back to our team paid X to be in this. Our team traveled yep. 500 miles and. And to have this local umpire screw us on a call. Yeah, blow that, it for us. Yeah. That, that I mean, that sucks for them. And, and yeah. I, you know, I've had, I, I've had a couple of coaches really at the, at a, at a boiling point. Um, but mostly, mostly in these, in these tournaments and parents too. I, I've seen, I have seen enraged dads at these tournaments. Yeah. And, and as an umpire, the interesting perspective, and, and when I, you know, sometimes I, I help out with clinics for younger umpires, kid umpires, and we now are in the day and age of cell phones where you don't want to do a whole lot because you're going to end up on YouTube. So I try to tell that, people well, that. That's a very, that's a very yeah. good point, you know. That, that, that's a very good point. Um, yeah, do you want to be on the net? Do you want to be on uh, CNN or, or Bleacher Report tomorrow afternoon and, and have a million people see, um, yeah. you know, an incident. Yeah. I, I, I had, I had a guy and it made national news, a coach I had done a game for. And, uh, I wasn't doing this particular game, but he, he was all over the news and I had done a game with him before and he was a bit of a hothead. Nothing happened. I, I, I didn't have to run him or anything, but. He, he, he blew a gasket and, and was, was banned, I think, from travel ball for I don't know how long. He, he absolutely blew a gas, he blew such a gasket on this poor umpire in a tournament game with probably 25 fans in the stands and threw his hat and, and it, it was a scene and it was all caught on a cell phone and I yeah. try to tell people, you know, I, you know, I, I would hope that I would hope that the dads that listen to you um, don't go down that road. But we, you know, we can't be can't say that with with a absolute certainty because people get upset. But um, it's crazy. Well, just it, in, it, in full it, disclosure, it crazy. In full disclo- yeah, in full disclosure, there are moments of my coaching career very early on when I was I started coaching at a very young age. There are, are certainly moments of my coaching career that I'm very grateful for that there are not cell phones. Uh, you know, there weren't cell phones, you know. Uh, certainly times I right. you know, said things to umpires, uh, was maybe a little right. too tough on my team, and, and um, you know, so, so th- there is a little bit of that, you know. I don't know if you remember the first time there was uh, – uh, you could look it up on YouTube – but the first time they mic'd up a manager on Monday Night Baseball was Tommy Lasorda. And Tommy was sort of arguing <laughs> with the umpire, and they said, let's turn on the mic and see what Tommy's got to say. 
And boy, did they instantly regret, you know, <laughs> that yeah. because he turned around and, and, you know, and let, let loose what he probably forgot there was a mic on him and just, right. you know, started talking, you know, so it is a very interesting time. So, well, it, what are, it, it, yeah, go, go ahead. Well, I want to ask you, you know, I, I think for, 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 for my own selfish reasons, I know that uh, we need to highlight sometimes the things that are wrong. That if we, we it, I, I always feel that that anytime we make a product or a program uh, or we do, a, you know, anything we put out there, that it should do two things. It should show us how badly we're doing things, but also how good we could be. You know, it, should, mm-hmm. it kind of you have to have that. So, what's the worst you've seen? I think everybody wants to know. It's kind of, you know, I remember, I remember, uh, you know, uh, getting a, a, a talking to security guards and policemen. I always say, yeah, like, tell me, tell me one of those stories. You know, tell me something. <laughs> you know, what's, yeah. what's the weirdest stuff you've ever seen? You know, I, I'm, I'm really curious about that. So everybody's asking, what's the worst you've ever seen? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I, I kind of control. I, I my. Because I, I try to be a friendly. This is kind of what you see is what you get. So I, I try to be as, as friendly as possible. But I, I've had, you know, I've had a couple of incidents, and and I've had, I know other umpires, um, where where you're followed out to your car, and you know it's funny. Um, there there was there have been a couple of times where you're trained to uh, don't even change at your car after a game if it's right. if it's one of those things yep. where it was got kind of wild like go down to 7-eleven like a mile away and get a burpee yeah. and cool off yeah. and 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 that i've heard that yep. um but i i had you know not not long ago i had a i had a i think it was a 14 year old game and a kid came around third absolutely launched himself pete rose ray fossey style into this into this catcher uh flattened him and but both both coaches well, the coach on the team where the catcher was hit, he erupted, came out, demanded, you know, demanded everything and, uh, that this kid be ejected. I, I stopped the game for a second, made sure that the catcher was all right. Went over to the coach on the other team. I mean, he ejected the kid for, for an illegal slide. He was very good about it. He was 14. I didn't make him go anywhere because he can't drive and leave the facility. So he had to sit right. on the bench with his hoodie. And and I let the I told the coach he's got to be ejected the kid and um, and the coach took care of it but it there was there was definitely a feeling in the stands on both sides where I could hear where I had to kind of go over in between innings and and I don't want to say separate uh, parents but um, yeah. I, I had to I had I kind of had to you know stomp the flames a little bit because. Um, it, you know, those things can get ugly. I mean, there's there's a reason why there are thousands of YouTube videos, and I never realized that until until I got until I started doing this, where where you can, it's so unpredictable. I could go do a game and it's quick and everything's fine, and I get in my car and I'm like, oh my god, this is so easy, this is ridiculous. And then you right. can do another game where you have you have a parent or a coach on you from from the get-go so right i don't really you know it's funny um so i've had a couple incidents like that where people have said you know they, they followed me out or there's been some parents but uh, you know my advice to 
to umpires or whatever is that you just take a coach aside and say, look, there's a parent behind here. They're being crazy. You deal with it or I'm going to deal with it. And it's just easier if the coach deals with it because they usually know that parent. Um, right, right, right. But, right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, and, and, you know, to kind of your point, being a, being a good umpire and again, subjective, some people would say I'm great. Some people would probably say I suck, but, right. um, it, it's not easy. It's, it's not easy. And it's almost, it's, it's, it's laughable when you watch a major league game and you hear announcers, you know, riding an umpire cause he's just off the plate in that little fox tracks box. It's just off the plate, and you want to tell people, like, you wouldn't even know what 97 looks to, – to call a 97-mile-an-hour pitch, which I haven't done, but to call – I mean, even even what I've called, you know, mid-80s, low-mid-80s, it's not easy. It's just – not it's easy, just, no. There's, no, there's no other way of putting it, but you can't, you can't ever convey that message to a parent or a coach because they don't care. They don't, right. They're like, well, you're, you know, you've got gray pants and an umpire shirt on. You should know what you're doing. And you yeah. go, okay, well, yeah, you're right. But, um, and, and, you know, and to kind of keep on it, 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 you can't have a perfect strike zone at a lot of the levels that you and I work, you know, where, where right. we're doing 14 and 15 years. You can't have a major league strike zone. The game would be five hours long. So. Right, right. Um, again, I don't know if parents I, understand that. Yeah, but, but first time I ever umpired a game, and first and last time I ever umpired a game, uh, I, I, I was in the field, and it was a, a little league game, and kid kid hits the ball, to, you know, into right field, and it's a it's a it's going to be a tough play for him to stretch out a double, and he's running, he's running, and this kid comes in, makes this bullet throw right to the second base, uh, right to second base. And the kid has got the ball, and the kid slide. And, and, and he was out. The kid was the kid was out. But the the the, the guy just did not get the tag down. Right. Like, and it was very clear he did. Like it was it was almost like the shortstop was a little bit afraid of the kid sliding in and kind of hesitated yep. putting his slide. And he, but 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 I start winding uh-huh. up the punch. You know. Uh huh. Yep. I'm anticipating the play. I'm winding it up, and then I see he's not getting it down. And I've already turned the keys. You know, I can't, I can't pull it. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. I called, yep. I called him out, and I was like, and 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 the, the runner looked up at me like, and this is the first time a kid's ever looked at me like I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> you know, yeah. no, it's, <laughs> and uh, yep. you know, so it's a tough job. It's you know, because you see it's, things, and I'm never umpire another game as long as I live. Yeah. You know, so God bless you. But it's um, it, it, it's yeah, no, and and. I, Here's a great, here's a great, uh, and I've, and unlike you, like, I've never coached. So we're, we're kind of in the same yeah. thing. But if I were to coach, to your point, if, as an umpire, this is a great thing to teach kids. If, if your kid is, and this goes all the way up through the high school level, I, I always tell these kids. So a kid will make a play like that where he'll be, get under it, and then he'll come up to the plate the next time, and I'll have a conversation like, hey, did you get that? Did you really get him? Or you know, because obviously a kid in the field thinks he tagged everybody. You know, everybody, right. when you're a base runner, you're always safe, blah, blah, blah. But he, I, I, I would teach kids, no matter what you do as an infielder, at least put the tag down fast. Because yeah. these kids, catch, they catch a ball, they catch a ball shoulder high, just like the play you described. 
the kid, the, the player's out by a mile, but it's like, it's like molasses spilling out of a barrel, him trying to put his mitt down. It takes forever, and the kid is clearly safe, and then you don't have, as an umpire, you're kind of hosed at that point because you're going to get a coach that comes out there that doesn't know the rules and says, right. oh, the ball, beat, the ball beat him. Mark, the ball beat him. I know, but God, it's tag. He didn't even, he was so slow. And that's what I'll right, tell, right. and that's what I'll tell, um, you know, that's what I'll tell a coach. Now, it's interesting because, you know, every, every coach or, or dad wants the call their way. And I, I tend to call it with some of these travel leagues a little tighter because, the, you know, they're paying a lot of money to get specific instruction. So if they're going to do that, then, Umpires, I think, have to treat them like they're playing at a higher level than playing at the Y at 10 years old and, like you said, the $30 and, and right. you know, the kid umpire with jean shorts on. That's a little right. different. But if, 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 it's more of a, if it's more of an event, more of a show, you're, you're demanding higher expectations from your players, then I'm sorry, a 15- or 16-year-old player needs to learn to put a tag down. And right, right. That, I mean, there's just there's just no other way. And I've told coaches that that have come out, and I said he didn't put a tag down. Well, yeah. didn't the ball beat him? Yeah, but I mean, do you not know the rules? I, I mean, seriously, have you ever watched a baseball game? And here, you yeah. know, the funny thing, Paul, is that you would know this better than than me. But I was stunned when I started umping high school ball how little coaches and dads. Uh, knew about the rules of the game. I mean, I hear stuff coming in my ear from parents after a call on, you know, an infield fly or or whatever it is, and you just want to turn around and go, look, dude, look, just drink your soda and you're good. You know, you you don't need to – and you, you want to say, oh, my God, this guy's probably been watching baseball his whole life, and – and, you know, that's not to say I want a parent to be into the rule book because nobody has to be umpire nerdy. But you would be, you would be, there's, there's a lot, man. There's a lot that, that, that parents and coaches don't know. And only, only after you umpire do you realize that. Well, you know, and also, too, a lot of baseball is ball strike, safe out, very clear. Yep. Uh, yep. It's all very clear. You know, it's only in mm-hmm. there, you know, so you could coach a long time. I, I'm very guilty of it too sometimes where, sure. um, e- even I can remember coaching and, you know, and, and then you get the runner that runs back to third base and the, 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 the runner from second advance and you got two guys standing on third base and, yeah. you, you know, you tell your third baseman, just tag everybody and touch the base. <laughs> <Take> exactly. <laughs> you know, just, 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 exactly. Because I, I think I know it, but you know what? That'll just cover. You know, that'll just cover everything. everybody. And, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and yep. like, we'll mess yeah. It up. Um, yeah. Well, and, I asked what, ask what was the worst thing. I asked what was the worst thing. What's the best thing you've seen? Let's, let's, let's wrap this up on a positive note. You've probably yeah. experienced some magic moments on the field. I love talking about magic moments. What's the best thing you've um, seen? What can give us some hope? You know, I, I, you know, I, I for me, for me, the, the, you know, it's probably the best thing for me is is it's probably I can't think of maybe one thing, but the best thing for me on a field is is seeing kids, younger kids playing it, playing the game the, the right way. I mean, they're the ones that ones that are respectful, ones that don't 
that don't, uh, you know, kind of throw the bat in the dugout after a called third strike. Um, yeah. You know, I, I like seeing that. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and I think, you know, to kind of wrap it up on a positive note, I think there's more of that than the bad stuff. I think the bad yeah. stuff is the stuff that ends up on YouTube. I mean, we don't see we don't see the the kid that that's getting mostly A's and B's, you know, striking out seventeen right. in a game and, and not and not saying a word and being humble. We don't we don't talk about that because that's not really a great story. It's a great story to me, but for other people, it's like you know they want to see they want to see the flames on a play at the plate and coaches go nuts and um, so. So the the best thing for me is to is to see a coach you, you know pull it pull someone aside after they made a mistake and 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 kind of teach them the right way of how to do things. I, and I, I'm sure you're that way. I, I can't believe yeah. Paul you'd ever get on an umpire. <laughs> uh, kind of guy. You're not that kind. Come on, Blue. Shit, I was. Set his face. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna. I did get thrown out of a game. I did get thrown out sure. of one game. And here's why. Um, here we go. There it comes. I, so, so this this was one of my first. Uh, I was coaching CYO baseball, uh-huh. and uh, which you know, hey, you know, you gotta bring. And, and there was an umpire there who was just whatever he was part time, and uh, and I could see that he was like talking to the other pitcher about the leads my kids were taking off second base, mm-hmm. and I, I stopped him and said, I said, wait a minute, are you telling this? Are you? And you tell, and he said to me, "I'm telling your pitcher too." And I that just lost. Out of no, yeah, I just lost. I was like, "Are you?" You know, and it was like, you know, of course, the integrity of the game, and uh, and, you know, okay. And he, yeah, how, he threw how, me and, out. And, and 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 how long did it take for him to throw you out? What, what, was there a magic um, word to say on the podcast? That, that, I, was there I, something that? <laughs> I'm a, look. I, I am a, a, a good Christian man. Those things God, would never. God fearing man. A God fearing man would never come out of my uh, mouth. And if inadvertently they did, I'm sure they, you know, no way can testify to that fact. So they might have. They might have. <laughs> I don't remember, but but uh, they might have. So uh, here's the last question I want to ask you. Sure. There's a dad. There's dads listening to this. Um, and they, they want their kids to get calls. They want their kids to get the benefit of the doubt. They want their kids to be respected. We all know we, we're not, you know, that hey, if you're a you're a, a, a good kid, good player, respectful, eh, maybe you get the the outside corner of the plate, or maybe you know, there's how do you want a player to behave, or what do you expect out of a player when he takes the field and you're the umpire. Um, you know, for me, you 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 kind of you kind of summed it up really well. If if someone is is respectful, um, it, it, they're going to get the calls. I mean, you don't mean to do it that way, but you know, you always kind of hear. Look, I, I I grew up in San Diego, and I was a Tony Gwynn guy. Okay, Tony. If you grew yeah. up in Southern California, you were a Tony Gwynn guy. Well, Tony. What was kind of this consummate professional? I, I mean, outside of the statistics that were were off the charts, he he was a guy that you didn't you didn't see argue, and he he was going to always get the edges of the plate. If it was off the if he didn't swing, it wasn't a strike. So, um, right. what what I what I what I expect from what I see from 
from kids is, is if they have that, if they're respectful and they're good and, and they're, they're playing the right way, um, that's all I want to see. And, and I, I don't need, I don't need to see someone in the batter's box shake their head after a call. I mean, this isn't the big leagues. Right. You don't need to shake your right. head. I mean, if you do that, you're going to, you're going to probably tick somebody off or you don't need a, uh, a pitcher. I don't want to see a pitcher staring in after a call. Um, thing, thing, things like that. If I were, if I were a parent to teach, teaching my, if I was a dad, I would say a couple things like, look, the, the, the subtle nuances of the game. And you can see that, that goes all the way down in the, if you watch a big league game, you'll see that. You'll see a guy stare in and, you know, the next close pitch, he's not getting it because right. it's just, it's just kind of human nature. It, I don't think any umpire intends to be that way. I, I, I know a lot right. of high school, but nobody, there's nobody that I've worked with that is out to get any player. Not right. that I know of knowingly. So, or, or care. And this is the other thing from, and I'll kind of wrap it up. No parent, every parent should know that no umpire, I don't want to say no, but all the guys I know, nobody cares about the outcome of the game as an umpire. Right. We just don't care. Right. We, I don't care. And then I, I come right. out and I flat out say that. So if, if a parent's watching a game and they, they think they're getting hosed um, or, or that, that a couple calls didn't go their way, um, it's probably not – it's not on the – it might be on the umpire. He may have missed a couple calls. But it, 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 there's no way he's doing it purposefully. There's just this. Right. And, and right. Right. Um, not from the people I know. You, you might have a different experience. But, um, no, but yeah, no, get back, I, I, to, I, get back I, to your point. Yeah. To get back to your point, I mean, if, if someone is if, – if they're just trying to play the game the right way and, um, I, you know, I, I've never been a guy out there that's a, a control freak that has demanded a kid to get back in the box. You know, I'm not that guy. I, I'm not that right. guy. Just try, try to play the right – try to play the right way. And, and you know, that there again, though – there are other umpires that are more of the control type people. And I completely disagree with that. You know, I mean, right. you, you can, you can really dig into some guys that are, that are real sticklers for everything. And I'm not that guy. I'm right. just, I, I'm just not play it the right way. Don't, don't yell at me. <laughs> if you're a player right, right, right. And, and play, you know what? I mean, honestly, Paul, I have a lot of players that turn around and they'll call me sir. What's the count, sir? I mean, right. they, they kind of go to a different level of respect, and and that's great too. No one has to call yeah. me sir, but um, right. But that that that's that's kind of that's kind of how I how I do things. But you know, I, I say hug an umpire is what. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, th- this has been great. This has been this has been great. I, I, you know, I I, I want to share with you one funny story. So we we have a yeah. product from Brent Chemnitz, who's a pitching coach at Wichita State, and he's he was struggling with the umpire. Umpire was, was – he didn't feel had a good control, you know, uh, handle on the plate and strike zone. And he gets to argue with the umpire, and the umpire finally tosses him. And he goes, and he goes, well, where do you want me to go? And he goes, I don't care where you go, just someplace where I can't see you. <laughs> and he goes, fine, I'll just sit right here on home plate. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's a beautiful response. And you know, the other thing, yeah. uh, kind of last point, is that people don't realize this too. Is that sometimes home plate umpires, or even in the field, 
you just have a bad day and you can't, sure. it, it, it's very hard to explain. You know, I, I've gone through some training with other umpires and, and everybody has, and I've listened to really seasoned guys. And sometimes an umpire will just say, man, I just suck today. I, I didn't see the ball well. And yeah. you could never, you could never say that to a coach during a game because it's, it's not an excuse, but th- there are, it's like any athlete, right? And so right. sometimes, sometimes even Mike Trout, you know, goes 0 for 4 with three strikeouts and he'll just go, sure. and, and so a reporter will go, well, you know, what, what was going on there? I, I, I just not picking up the ball well. And, yeah. and so sometimes I have a little more leniency when I watch a game on TV and, a, and you see a guy with kind of a, a really bad miss, um, behind the plate, but you kind of understand like sometimes you just don't see it well. And then other times, right. Like any other athlete, like you're totally dialed in. You're just, you're like, you're, you're good. Um, right. But again, when we're talking to, to travel ball dads, they're not going to really, they're not going to buy that argument. You can't right, right, and go, right, right. hey, man, I'm just not seeing the ball well. I don't know what to tell you. It's just, I don't know. But I've also learned this. Don't call a ball in the dirt a strike and don't call it over his head a strike. If you can, if you can, if you <laughs> can do that, subjective, right? <laughs> if you can do that, then 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 you're good. And 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 just so people know, when you get trained in some of these schools, they'll they'll even tell you to keep kind of going off the plate as much as you can until you hear complaining. So if you're if if it's a younger guy that's kind of close to the plate, you know he's fourteen, fifteen, but he he's off the plate and it's not grossly off. And you start calling that, and you don't hear any squawking from anybody. Okay, well, there's your zone for the day. Um, and right. uh, you know, when you start hearing the squawking, then you kind of bring it back in a little bit. But I mean, those are those are like those those are those are subtle tricks that that some guys have have taught have taught me along the way. So, um, but again, if you're a parent, just try to try to relax and have some fun. It's just baseball. So, so umpires are people too. Just hug us. Hug us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Mark, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being yeah. on. I think uh, you'll Anytime. give a lot of great insight, and uh, I, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Anytime, brother. All right. All right, Mark. Take care now. Have a great day. You too, man. Hey guys, it's Paul again. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope you got a lot out of it. We have so much more to come for you. And thank you so much for trusting us with your baseball education and also the development with your child. It's something that we take very seriously and really means the world to me and the rest of the staff here at Paul Rudd Baseball and Baseball Dads Podcast. So thank you so much. We would love it if you would leave a five-star rating and a great review of this podcast. That's how it helps us get the word out about the podcast so that other dads can share in this information that we need so much. Also, don't forget to go to Baseball Dads Newsletter where you can get a free trial subscription in our Baseball Dads Newsletter. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I can't tell you what it means to us that you would tune in and we're just loving bringing this information to you. So again, thank you so much and we'll see you on the next show. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for Baseball Dads and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to BaseballDadsBook.com All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's BaseballDadsBook.com. Thanks.